Which type of writing do you guys prefer? Like prose, poetry, fiction, sci-fi, realistic fiction, murder mystery, like sci-fi all yeah. the way. Oh mm-hmm. my god, it's so fun. Cuz you start on like a a blank slate kind of. I know it's like terrifying for some people, but for me it's like I can do literally anything. <laughs> So welcome guys to our latest episode of Authors Anonymous. I am Michaela Bowman. I'm Maya Ward. And I'm Phoenix Mingo. And today we are going to be talking about um, our processes in writing, be that world building, character development, tension, and such and such. So yeah, let's get this started. (laughs) I think all of us kind of prefer world building over everything else, I think. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's fun like starting <laughs> from especially with like world building if you're not starting from like inspiration to like the real world mm-hmm. I think it's really fun to kind of start from scratch and build your way up. Why <laughs> <laughs> are there still pumpkins here? <laughs> it's, it's, it's March. March. <laughs> it's pumpkin season still. We Shoot. can paint them green. It's fine. <laughs> um, I really like world building because like it's sort of like as uh, what if this happens? Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Like, um, uh, like Sam, like this is actually like chronologically possible. A, a, a samurai, a pirate, and um, and a Mesopotamian war- warrior just like um, came up and like in the, and a cowboy can just like a whole <laughs> ragtag crew. I just, I just think that's that's it. what I'm saying mm-hmm. about like you can literally start from anything or like think of anything and just see how it goes. Mm-hmm. That's the thing I love about writing is there's. I mean, yeah, there's rules, whatever, but there's not really <laughs> rules. You know, you can write pretty much whatever you want to, and I think that that's very magical. It's just, I don't know, I like the creative freedom that comes with writing. But there's also, like, that thing that called the um, the Tiffany issue. Like, you know how um, in in the medieval times, there's a name um, called, um, there's a, a woman's name of Theophania, but, like, if you use the nickname Tiffany in in like a medieval <laughs> novel, people would be like, "What the heck?" Be like, "Miss Tiffany, what <laughs> the like, heck?" He's like, "Why well, is a modern name here?" Well, it isn't really modern. It's a nickname for Theophania. So, like, sort Fancy of those names. weird issues of just like humans have sort of been like both static and um, dynamic. At the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, that kind of leads into our uh, diagram that we kind of have that I know um, we've used on numerous occasions in regards to world building, and it is called Hermetics. So that is history, economy, religion, mechanics, executive, topography, inhabitants, culture, and social scale. A lot of aspects, but bear with us. (laughs) There's a lot, but... (laughs) Yeah, I think all of these, you know, it's hard to have a fully developed world without one of these different um, one aspects. Multiple. Yeah. Okay, so are we just going to go down the list? Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> okay, so personally, I really love the his like creating the history of worlds. I like to see the ex- is exposition, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Like the story before the story, if that makes sense. I like to yeah. see how things build up to the point that we're at and the point that you kind of enter these characters' world and story. Mm-hmm. And I think that history is really important because it gives a lot of context and like, 
I like to be able to connect things together, to be able to all, like, merge into this one moment, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Plus, I think, you know, history can provide a lot of um, tension. Like, it can help. Mm -hmm. Plus, you can hide a lot of foreshadowing in history, and I love doing that. I love foreshadow. (laughs) Oh, my God, I got so silent. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you want to do your next one? We'll just go down the line. Okay. Um, Another one that I like to do specifically is mechanics. Um, This is more so for, like, when I build fantasy worlds or dystopian worlds, things with unnatural things or, like, Mm -hmm. things that you wouldn't find here in the real world. Especially with, like, magic. I think there's definitely mm-hmm. rules you need to create and, like, um, establish before sure. going into, like, your storyline. And it helps kind of uh, break any holes that you might have in your story mm-hmm. and make it, like, well, well-rounded in general. Mm-hmm. No plot holes for you. <laughs> <laughs> Patch them up with your magic. Yeah, right? I, feel like, I feel like if you don't, like give yourself magic rules or like technology mm-hmm. rules then people that are like reading on the outside can be like what if why didn't they just do this like right. you, know, you have to like say no you can't because this this and this mm-hmm. you know? plus i think that just adds for a more developed plot if there are rules and things that are holding back the characters you know if you just have magic and you can do whatever with it then you know mm-hmm. you you don't root for the characters as much you know Um, it's like you you can say like oh this character can heal people, uh, and like some like a lot of people I've seen like um, when a character has healing powers they're like wait if they can heal can't they um, bring people back from the dead? And it's like right. no, that's yeah. different. One yeah. thing that I like to do especially with healing characters or like things that have to do with like regenerating health is I I like to say that that health is drawn from something else. Ooh. You know like that whole. Um, like, you know that whole rule, like, matter can't be destroyed or mm-hmm. created? Mm-hmm. Kind of like that, where, like, you can't you can't give life without taking life, if that makes Ooh. sense. Yeah. I feel I like that's like just, that. like, a common rule that yeah. I would follow with any kind sure. of healing. That, like, fits with, um, like, other parts, like, um, like eyesight and um, having, um, like, no, like, being born with no arm and no legs. Um, like, I see, like... From from people who are like um, what's the word um, able from people who are ableist like they're like mm-hmm. why didn't they fix that it's like because well. they were born <laughs> without yeah. that so they can't really create the matter from that. Mm-hmm. okay and then my last one that I like to include a lot in my story building or like my world building in general is social skill and that's Mostly touching on the fact, on ah. <laughs> and that's mostly touching on um, how a character's social status or like role in society affects how they can move along the story or how the story affects them. And I think like being able to create different is it castes? Is that what it's called? Oh, ca- the caste system. Cast, cast. Oh my god, why is it caste? Because <laughs> has it like the e? Yeah, the e at the end. Ah, um, I think caste systems, even if there isn't like a like an actual caste system i think there's it's good to have kind of you know like social norms kind of like that where like it's not established but it's like there right i feel like having different levels of societal status affects like 
the way a story can progress and it'll it'll help with like plot twists and stuff you know for sure like oh no they can't go in there because they're like not good enough or whatever (laughs) (laughs) it should also like be rules of like how they if they could if they could how they could um go up a level or go down a level yeah Mm -hmm. because that's like a very like um heart-wrenching um um rags to witches or witches to rags mm-hmm. oh yeah rags to witches. i don't oh, have yeah. like a story in mind but i'm like thinking of like one story that like hit me in the gut um, wait wait which one I, I, I don't oh you don't remember that. sorry yeah. <laughs> i'm like I'm, i'll try to find it later but like mm-hmm. um seeing someone like go f- like from witches to rags in a story like with Ooh. like a rigid um cast system mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so like they do like they do their hardest and like, they just go back, right back down. I'm pretty sure it was a fantasy story, too. probably was. I feel like they use cast systems a lot in fantasy. Yeah. Like, well, the selection. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first <laughs> yeah. one that I think of, because they actually call it a cast system. Oh, gotcha. I know, um, kind of going off of what Phoenix said, um, have any of you guys watched Shit's Creek? I've oh, watched, yes. like, I've watched a few that. episodes at the very beginning. So basically oh, what happens is this family, they're super rich, and then all of a sudden they're not anymore. And it's really funny. I actually haven't seen it, but my parents watch it, so I know a lot about it. But it's so funny seeing, like, the contrast mm-hmm. between their lives before and their lives now. And oh, I think yeah. that's also, like, with social scale, like, how... For sure. How out of place they can feel in, a, mm-hmm. in an environment that isn't synonymous with their synonymous synonymous yeah with their social standing yeah it's like there's like a very stark difference between how um people in um the country um do their everyday lives and people in the city do their oh for Mm -hmm. sure yeah Yeah. absolutely i think that actually kind of segues a bit into a different part of hermetics right yeah like executive you think maybe I think it. I think it goes into topography, topography, topography. Oh, yeah. or inhabitants. One of those. All right. Well, topography and inhabitants because they're very intricate. Well, most of these, um, most of the hermetics are like in- intricately connected. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It makes sense for it. You can't have some without the other. Yeah, for sure. Or there's like, there's like, the lines are blurred between mm-hmm. the two. I yeah. guess. Like, um, for me, two of the things that I chose that I use the most is. Culture, which is how does your character's culture affect the story, and topography, how influential um, are the regions and the climate to the story and to the plot, Um, which also coincidentally also ties into executive, which is um, the factions of the world, who controls society and how it's controlled, which I think that relates a lot to culture and like how humans interact with each other, or I guess not humans, because... You could write aliens, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, like maybe people. People, I guess, is a more mm-hmm. broad term because you, whatever. Characters, <laughs> yeah, characters. Okay. How are we <laughs> That's oh my gosh, I'm so <laughs> silly. But anyways, I think that executive topography and culture, um, for me, are the driving points in a story because I feel like a lot of the things that characters do can be attributed to how they were raised, what environment they're in, what environment they grew up in. And just kind of, you know, how the environment reflects the characters and subsequently how the characters reflect the environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that... Thing. Sorry. That's no, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> I think that also, have you guys heard of... Um, have you guys heard of... Did you guys learn the um, different conflicts, like in middle school or whatever, where it's like character versus character? character oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think the things that we prefer, like, really... 
like connect to those like you have a lot of um like society and like nature and stuff mm-hmm. i feel like you do you, I, I, this is me taking a total guess <laughs> when you write fiction do you like to write like character versus like higher power or like government yeah, yeah. yeah for sure um a lot of my pieces the longer ones i guess that have a more developed plot they deal with some sort of either natural disaster or like occurrence mm-hmm. or a government instituted like Ooh. hierarchy kind of caste system and how that affects the people who are on the lower levels. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, mine is actually slightly different. Because, oh. like, you know, I, I like history and, like, social skill. Mm-hmm. I like to do character versus character. It's very Ooh. simple, but, you know. And usually those characters, like, have past histories, whether they know it or not. And I think that's, like, my main plot point that I like to include somewhere in my writing. <laughs> how about you, Phoenix? What's, like, your your main storyline, like your niche storyline? Storyline? <laughs> I guess, um, I guess I, ha- I have a sort of mix. I'm a mix between like, because yeah, I have like, um, my characters are like fighting against each other, but mostly um, it's an effect of the, of the environment around them. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like they're fighting over like the, f- their fields or, um, or like, the right to their crown, but oh, even okay. a, even as like they don't technically have the right to the crown, they are um, the heir to the throne. Oh, like like power, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so your conflict ooh. has to do with like power and like whether it be societal or governmental. Mm-hmm. Is that the right word? Yeah. Yes. Power struggle. Yes. And like, <laughs> so, and especially the power struggle is created when um, the country. Um, claims ownance of another country, and that country says, "Oh, I'm, we're not, oh, you don't own us, but we do have ownance of you." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so bad with like the politics of stories. Yeah. I yeah. never I love do the that. Politics of stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tend to because there's a lot of like government jargon that goes into it too, and like the levels of government. And I'm just not a very government person. Like, That's a I lot to keep up with. It's too. a yeah, it's a it's lot to keep up with. Um, there's a show that I've been watching with my dad called Homeland. And so, basically, the premise is it's following this woman, Carrie. I think her name's Carrie. And she's, like, director of the CIA, I think. Mm. And it just follows, like, her experiences through trying to prevent a war with Afghanistan. Oh. And <sighs> it's, it's, not a, it's not a true story. It's not a true story. It's totally fiction. Fictitious. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just think, because there's a lot of like positions there's a lot of responsibilities Mm -hmm. that are delegated to each different position and that's a lot to keep up with so people who write with strict governments and like detailed governments in their writings mad respect yeah you also have to remember like who has power over other people that too like the different levels oh my god or like the exceptions Mm -hmm. mostly when i have that like like the separate countries in mind like separate multiple countries i usually like write like a singular person or like a singular story in that one country and just mm-hmm. like build it up from there and, like, and whenever like i'm like confused i just like go back to that one story and be like oh that's how that person is aha this is where you start to use history yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um that really goes back onto my thing because like um history is related to um economy and mm-hmm. religion because um, mm-hmm. 
you see like how we are now it all has to um, start from somewhere you know yeah. right because <laughs> <laughs> um lo- like a lot of um lots of times when another country has issues with, with a country when when a, a country has an issue with another country they usually like um start tariffs or like stop ex- importing stuff to them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that can like like make the people f- richer which um, touches on my other subject, inhabitants. So, like, there in one area, there could be like a whole bunch of other people, um, like lots of rich people in that. But like the lower areas, which is it's usually the lower areas since um, they're like cl- closer to the sewage, while the other other areas yeah. have like better um, toiletries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and like everything that you said, kind definitely checks off like at least four of these boxes like at least four of these hermetics things it's just so cool because you had like history you had like the inhabitants and like the biodiversity of your world plus like like the social scale and like the difference in two different worlds and like the amount of wealth they have it's so cool how they all kind of connect religion sort of like religion people like fight because of like their own thoughts but um Mm -hmm. like in a fantasy world religion can um like um, materialize like in Greek, you know how in like in Greek mythology, like the gods come down and yeah, like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> there was like so I saw it like there was like this one thing that I like read like how there's like each um, area has like um, their own gods. Mm-hmm. So like you know how like Egypt has their own gods, Greek has their own gods. Yeah, yeah. So like different countries um, will have like their gods fighting, but like they can't fight at a certain um, boundary because. Um, um, over that boundary, their like their jurisdiction doesn't work. Oh, I like that. That is a lot to keep up with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness! But that's that's what can make a plot interesting. If you don't have so much focus on like um, multiple like character development arcs, if you focus more on like the world building and the plot and how the culture, I, for me, I feel like that's a very interesting read, mm-hmm. and I would enjoy it. Yeah, culture is very fun because then it can like mm-hmm. integrate into the language mm-hmm. and like the way Dialect. that people act around each other. Oh, so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like take even like wedding rings, you know, like wearing them on your left ring finger. Like that's not a thing everywhere. And, yeah. you know, there's I don't actually personally know the, <laughs> the story behind <laughs> why people wear wedding bands on their left yeah, ring finger. I think it's because there's like something about it being like like a nerve closest to your heart or something like that. Oh it's like directly yeah. connected to your heart. I don't know. Yeah, Aww. it was something about it being connected to like your heart. That's so cute. I yeah. remember yeah. The, um, the reason for like going down on one knee though. Vikings like coming back from like a, like a war, like, they get hit in um, the they knee. They get hit on the knee and an heir to the knee. And so they go down on one knee t- um, to ask for their um, white, their girl, their person's hand in marriage. <laughs> That's so cute. And it's also like the cats. And the reason why they, um, sorry, my brain is like, it's full of this idea. Um, they had their wives do their, um, do their, do their math because they thought math was witchery. So they just had a whole <laughs> bunch of mathematicians. <laughs> right? like, yes, and like things like that, that is like, <laughs> things like that, you can literally take inspiration from anything. Mm-hmm. Like from Vikings too. Yeah. But to like wedding rings. That's crazy. Right. Get like strange like culture things. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a, like a strange culture thing that we have right now. Oh, um, 
because it's like it doesn't, it doesn't seem strange, strange to us. To, yeah, it isn't right. strange to us. So like, how can I explain that it's strange when it's not really strange to us? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Russia has this <laughs> thing uh, where um, the oh, first Russia. day of school they give you like a whole bag of gifts. I'm pretty sure it's wow. Russia. Oh, interesting. Um, and um, pretty sure that's it. <laughs> that I that that is on the top of my head. But it's like it's things that you don't really know that are weird until like. Until someone points it out to you, and mm-hmm. like, why are you doing this? Yeah, like a culture shock almost. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I feel like whenever you start reading a book with like completely, like it with completely new characters and like a whole new world, Words, it's literally language, just, yeah. it's literally just like a culture shock every time. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, so cool! I remember um, if you if someone talks to you, um, talks about you um, when you're not there, you sneeze in Japan, but in <laughs> Um, in America, it means it. If we're like, if we're, if we can't sleep, that means someone's um, talking about us or thinking about us. Ooh, that's one interesting. thing. Very cool. So yeah, um, so that's Hermetics, and there's uh, a quick little quote of the day that I wanted to see if we could do a, a quick little discussion on. Go for it. So. The quote is, as a writer, you try to listen to what others are saying and write about the silence. And that's by N.R. Hart. And I think that's really cool because it's, you know, we're always taught here, um, show, don't tell. And Mm -hmm. so you don't, um, you can say a lot without directly saying what you mean, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, what's what's the word, like... um Something about pictures. A uh, uh, picture um, tells a thousand words. Yeah, oh, that. Yeah. That's ki- it's kind of cool that you can do that through writing and mm-hmm. like be able to create a picture. Yeah. It's while like also telling so many more messages other than just what you're describing. For sure. It's like painting with words. Yeah. <laughs> I really like this. Uh, and it's like also like um, like I like adds a little bit like. Um, how someone like sits, you know, because mm-hmm. like every every place um, has their different way of sitting. Mm-hmm. You know, remember like crisscross applesauce. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like um, I don't know what else it's called in other places, but like um, we remember that from kindergarten in the song um, too. Or like, I think it, it was a song, um, and um, and it's rude in some places um, to um, sit that way. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting. Like you can tell like how a person is um, when they sit like that. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. the M, the M, sit, the M sit, or the W sit. Oh yeah, the what? That like toddlers tend to do. Yeah. Where your knees are folded back and your legs they look like an M or a W depending oh. on your the way you're looking at it. Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah. yeah. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Authors Anonymous. Um, I hope y'all have a good one. Authors Anonymous out. Goodbye. Bye.